0: This is Keep Up. I'm your host, Cynthia Dill. And now candidate for House District 123, Cynthia Dill, coming to you from Cape Elizabeth, Maine. I just survived the first Democratic caucus of the campaign season. And if you're surprised that I'm running, I'm stunned. It uh, it completely came out of nowhere that Rebecca Millette, the woman who has the seat now, is not running for re-election. She kind of gave a late Friday night news dump on Facebook because she has her candidate kind of lined up. And uh, and so there'll be myself, Michelle Boyer, who I met today, is running. She's the chosen one, I think, from the Cape Pod group. And I think she probably had the tap from Rebecca Millette. perhaps. That's my sense. Uh, she has no real political experience. She's done a lot of of excellent work uh, appears to be a very solid and and good person. In addition to Michelle Boyer running, Kim Monahan is running, who's a former state House rep who I know and and think very highly of and worked with in Augusta. So there's the three of us running and it's going to be ranked choice voting in the primary in June and for the first time, Maine's semi-open, primary law will apply. So that means that not only Democrats will be able to participate in the primary, but anyone who's unenrolled registered voter can also participate. So who knows where this thing's going. And and every candidate has signed up for clean election funding. So it's it's gonna be wild. Stay tuned. Buckle up. You know, primaries are um, (laughs) primaries really is where the race is in Cape Elizabeth because while the Republicans have put up a candidate who I think very highly of Annie Christie, she just, I think not yet is, it, it presents much of a of a challenge because she just doesn't have the sort of name recognition. She's relatively new to town, but she's, she's getting there. I think she will, you're going to see Annie Christie in public office. It's just that I don't think she's going to get the state rep seat in, in Cape Elizabeth because it's largely democratic and, she doesn't have a lot of name recognition, but she's the Republican, and so there's the Democratic primary, and boy, it was a little testy at the caucus. These things, um, you know, I, it's uh, it, it's going to be interesting, and, and the reason why I'm running is because the day after the affordable housing bond that I've been working on for two years has finally got its way to the agenda so the goal for me for affordable housing in cape elizabeth for community housing as i've been calling it for housing on gullcrest the 22 acres of land between the transfer station and the Spurwink river across from cape colonial village the goal is to get the housing bond on the ballot in november because the bond would be the cost of the road and that's the only cost to cape voters and so if people want to do affordable housing at gullcrest on this 22 acres they will go into the voting booth in November and vote for the bond and they'll know exactly how much it's going to cost them and it's not going to cost that much because it's going to be the cost of a road spread out over 30 years and using municipal bonds it's 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 very inexpensive borrowing and it's very sound borrowing and there's a plus because of the nature of our town the socioeconomic numbers are just such that there's a lot of people who buy municipal bonds and municipal bonds are a great investment. So if you can get a municipal bond from your town, it's it's just a great way to invest in affordable housing. So the day after the housing bond took its first baby step by getting on the agenda and how that happened is that under the house under the town council rules there's a specific timeline on how you get an item on an agenda and a town councilor can put an item on the agenda, the town manager can, or a citizen sponsor can get something on the agenda only if they get a counselor to sponsor it. So I thankfully was able to obtain the sponsor of uh, Stephanie Anderson, counselor Anderson. And I worked on this housing issue and we're professional. uh, We're friends and, and I think highly of her. And I'm so grateful that she has confidence in, in, at least getting this issue out to the voters. She has confidence and capabilities with voters that they can make a sound choice. And so Stephanie Stephanie Anderson sponsored my idea to get on the agenda for the February meeting. And if all goes according to plan, then the issue will make its way through the process. The town manager will be authorized to get the cost of the road and get the bond information. The town council will then vote on whether to send... Vote to approve the bond or vote to approve sending the bond out to the people because the cost of the road will definitely exceed $1 million. And pursuant to the town charter, anything that's going to cost over a million dollars goes out to the voters. So my belief, my hope, my prayer is that all of the I's get dotted, the T's get crossed, and the bond is on the ballot in November because it's high time that we take take action, up or down, vote yes or no. The Housing Diversity Study Committee, you know, its work is done. They spent over $100,000 coming up with a 365-page report. And when it comes to Gullcrest, the only viable place to build affordable housing on publicly owned land, they basically said it's a split report, but the majority of the Housing Diversity Study Committee recommends another study, another study to see if Putting affordable housing on the athletic fields is a good idea. I mean, I, I'm just—I I think that is just so ludicrous that that's ultimately what they concluded. But that's—that's that's, you know—that's just the way it is. But it's a four-three vote, so we're not any closer to resolving this issue. An ad hoc committee, <laughs> unelected people who have a bent about this issue, should not dictate the outcome. It should go out to the registered voters. So. I'm hopeful that the bond is going to get on the ballot and the day after i got approval to get the item on the agenda the seat opened up for house district 123 rebecca molette on a friday night late night news dump i think because she has her hand-picked candidate in michelle boyer who is a lovely woman who appears competent she was at the caucus today i don't know where she stands on the housing i think if i had to guess she probably supported Dunham Court. She probably supported the school bond. So those are two things that we just separate. You know, I I voted. I didn't vote for the school bond. I like along with like, what is it, 68% of the town who voted down because it was so expensive. Yeah, I was on that side. And and I was on the side of the people also when it came to voting down the Dunham Court zoning amendment. So that's, I think maybe that's where we differ in terms of local issues. But she seems like a great candidate. The other candidate is Kim Monaghan. Another former state representative, Kim Monahan, served in the legislature when I did. You know, I, it was a long time ago, but I was in the legislature for six years. And some people think, you know, oh, I, I don't have Democratic credentials. Well, just remind people that, like, if you get elected by the majority of people in your town and you're a Democrat and you go up and you're the Democratic representative, you're you're a Democrat. (laughs) You know, I am a Democrat. I was elected to the town council. I was elected to the state legislature. I was, you know, elected to be a national delegate at two democratic national conventions. So whether you like my views or not, I'm a Democrat and I'm look, you know, I look forward to this race and because I want to elevate this issue of housing because it's just a microcosm really of what a lot of people are feeling. And that is just this this oppressive government that people want freedom. You know, I've been talking to people walking the streets, collecting signatures. People want freedom, like freedom of thought, <laughs> freedom of speech, freedom from this ty- tyrannical bureaucracy that says, you know, we have to, we have to do this, and we have to do that, and we have to do this, and you have to do that. So, the people of Cape Elizabeth deserve to have somebody fighting for them and their values, our values. Okay, our values is is not really is subjective. We as a community, our values are all around us. We fund schools because we value education. We preserve land because we value the environment. I mean, these are things that are not rocket science, but fighting for these things, fighting for these values in Augusta is something that I'm uniquely equipped to do because this is what I do for a living. I I basically fight the man, you know? I mean, it's whistleblowers who I represent. It's it's low income people who've been discriminated against, it's immigrants who who are getting the shaft, it's it's black people who are you know being passed over for jobs. I fight for my clients, I fight for my constituents, I fight for things that I believe in and I believe that there's no reason why we as a community in Cape Elizabeth can't develop the best affordable housing for kids and families on the 22 acres of Goldcrest that was left to us by Thomas Jordan, a revolutionary war veteran for the purpose of helping people. We can do it. We can build the best affordable housing for families and lead by example and show the world that, you know, we don't need a cookie-cutter apartment uh, behemoth And to pat ourselves on the back. We can actually do the work to create housing that's fiscally conservative and responsible and at the same time... Uh, enhance economic opportunities. You know, that's what affordable housing should be about, is that we should be investing in affordable housing that can actually lift families, that can help families, you know, achieve the American dream and, and secure uh, a future for themselves. And, and what better way to do that than to get into a real estate market like Cape Elizabeth, to get into a community like Cape Elizabeth with good schools and, and beautiful, beautiful landscapes and farms and and great people so I'm thrilled to be in the race and and I look I look forward to the adventure it's uh you know an opportunity knocks sometimes you gotta open the door and I want to thank Rebecca Millette for her service and I'm grateful that she uh is stepping down because um because this is a great opportunity for me to test my belief of what of what Cape Elizabeth actually does value. Um, you know, when it comes to representation, when it comes to big questions. You know, it's not just about climate change. It's there's there's a lot of things that are on the minds of of Cape residents, and I and I know that because I've been talking to them, <laughs> talking to them, and I'm and I'm and I'm excited to to once again be their champion at the state capitol. So you heard it here. I'm in I'm in Dill for House District 123, and until next time, this is Cynthia.